Okay. I haven't. I think the only Ernest movie I've seen is is maybe Ernest Goes to Camp. Rides again. Being honest, Camp I think is the only. Rides okay. again is really good. I don't think I've seen. Enough, you knew that. I don't think I may have seen maybe the Christmas one. Or it's part like of, okay. shockingly good. I would be shocked if any. <laughs> I mean, that is shocking. To be uh, why was Ernest friends with Sergeant Slaughter? Okay, you're listening because that's a thing, right? Ernest P. Worrell and Sergeant Slaughter were friends. Just keep going. We'll come back. To you. You're listening to Being Jim Davis in Garfield. We trust. Uh, my name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. Jonathan, uh, today's Wednesday, November 9, 1983, and today we're reading the 1,970th ever RoboCop. What happens in today's RoboCop? I love RoboCops. Um, in today's <laughs> RoboCop... For the date that you said, I'm not exactly sure what to make of this one, but check out Aunt Gussie's hair. Mm, looking forward to it. Looks the same it. as it did yesterday and the day before. Yeah, I think so. This is the first time we're seeing her legs, though. She's wearing, like, uh, Wicked Witch of the West <laughs> tights, is. I would yeah. say, and purple yeah. shoes. <laughs> She's dressed like the Wicked Witch of the West. Actually, you know, it or looks East, to me like she know. has Big Bird legs. Uh, these are both great references. Carol these are Spinney. Both references that we can we can all enjoy. The movie RoboCop came out in 1987, so it hasn't even hasn't even happened yet. Wow, wow! There is no. Th- we're journeying to a time before RoboCop. What a what a trend setting, jet setting comic strip. Yeah. Why, Aunt Gussie? I didn't know you were a homecoming queen in 1922. Mm. Mm. Aunt Gussie, who's on a rocking chair, John Arbuckle is sitting on the floor, yeah. looking at looking at what I guess is meant to be a high school yearbook from 1922, but is clearly just like a regular size book. <laughs> and Aunt Gussie is in a rocking chair, and she says, "You bet, you bet." I uh, like that John is. He's not sitting cross-legged. He's sitting like. Part part of the way towards cross-legged, like he, yeah. you know, sit on your butt and then you put your your knees up and your feet flat on the floor and then you begin to cross them and you begin to like move into that position. But he's not all the way there yet. He's he can't like commit. They're not he can't uh, commit to crossing down his all legs. The way. All his the knees way. are like still up. Yeah, and Garfield yeah. is there. Garfield looks on in silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Garfield has um, yet to judge this situation. In panel two, which is the medial panel, uh, we get kind of a closer in. The camera is zoomed in, and so we kind of see just their heads and a little bit of body. And we see the book still. And Aunt Gussie is saying, Back then, I had beauty, style, grace, charm. And then there's an ellipsis. And in the final panel, she continues... And a body that wouldn't quit! Exclamation mark. Uh, I don't know why I started doing that voice. And she's kind of doing that hoochie coochie hand motions where, like, I don't know how to. One hand, her right hand is up to her head, you know, elbow bent. And, like, her left hand would be on her hip, 
elbow bent, except she's sort of in a chair, and so she's doing as best she can. Yeah, she's smiling. She's doing her best. I mean, like she's shaking it. She's like, I got it going on. She's check out what check out what I'm what I'm shaking. I mean, given the given the information we've been presented with, like she's pushing a hundred here. You know, it's a good point. Yes, uh, like she's if doing she her best. You know, homecoming queen in 1922. She would have been what, like eighteen in nineteen twenty two. Oh no, I guess like my math was off. So born in no, let's do the gonna get the let's calculator. Let's do it. Let's do the math. Basic arithmetic, which that would, okay, this is like sixty own. years in the future. So she's got to be like eighty. Um, right. Eighteen. So she would have been born in like nineteen oh four, right? So sure. she's. Uh, if this is 83, then yeah. Yeah, she'd be right about 80. Yeah. 79, 80. Yeah, she's still got it going on. I, uh, I, I support I mean, I what Aunt Gussie is doing. I you struggle know? to find a joke in this one, but I may be being naive. So, I, I mean, I think the intended humor is Jim Davis is like, hey, we all agree that old people are disgusting right <laughs> yeah but this old woman thinks she's hot isn't that funny um but she doesn't i mean she doesn't even think she she just like remembers when she, she was remembers that hot, she according was to her hot. yeah i mean i like, guess like yeah i like, think haha, the, look at the old people like remembering their their youth fondly i don't know it's i mean i think it's like old people are supposed to be reserved and you know She's being a little crass, and yeah. that's fine. I guess it, not not and not just old people, but also old people, ladies, people yeah. from a, from a certain generation. Mm, she's a you baby know. boomer. She's a um. she's a baby boomer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what yeah. if you were born in like 1902 or 1904? I guess. What generation does that make you? I, I don't think we have a name for that generation anymore. Maybe, oh, she might be the lost generation. Okay. Like, because she would have been, uh, no, she would have been a little late for the lost generation. She, when this, when she was came, the came lost of age, generation? I feel like the, the, that's the people who were, um, you know, like, fought in World War One. This oh, is. Oh, yeah, she's a little late for that. She came of age during, she, she, she was young during the jazz age, Jonathan. She was a flapper. She could have. She could. She, she, she could have probably danced in the Charleston. She could have fought in the black and tan conflict. <laughs> she might. She, probably she. Yeah, I think, she was wasn't like that in the twenties. I don't know. I think I. Yeah, she was like you know she was she was in a speakeasy drinking underground hooch, listening to to hot jazz. Uh, she starts that's talking what about we know the troubles. The nineteen twenties. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'll tell you what I like about this one mm -hmm. is the last thing mm -hmm. I have to say mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. I don't really love the joke, but I like in panel three, you've got to have an, a recapitulation of John Arbuckle and Garfield responding in different fashion to Aunt mm. Gussie. John Arbuckle is apparently horrified that his aunt is remembering when she was, you know, a, a, a hot, sexy thing. And Garfield is just looking at the audience totally deadpan. 
and I like the look on Garfield's face. I like, but I, I don't. I, uh, I don't. I, I don't. Like I don't read John's face. expression as horrified. It looks. I'd, I'd say. I'd say astonished. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I, okay. you know, I, I think it's underdetermined. I don't think he's really registered yet. I, I, I don't. I don't know John's full opinion of of his aunt Gussie's. Uh, mm. Well, when you when you know John Arbuckle as well as I do, you yeah, know, you can really I can read him like a. Anyway, uh, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Um, maybe it's a duck. Maybe it's a rabbit. I mean, who the fuck even knows? It's just an ambiguous shape. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Um, send your symmetrical recapitulations of the plot of the movie RoboCop to RoboCop Challenge 1920 at This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.